Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast. Uh, this is Pastor Jeff, and we are sitting today uh, with a special episode. Really privileged to have David and Amy with us. And uh, they were with us uh, on a Sunday uh, here in the last couple of weeks and sharing about a business that they run in India uh, called Remade, where they invest in li- the lives of women particularly. And uh, it's, a, it's a big deal, I think, in India. And you guys uh, have done incredible work. So where did this idea or this thought of starting this business to help these ladies come from? You know, it, it really came from God. I mean, that sounds like a cliche answer, but it's truly the story. Um, I was having a lot of frustration getting together with the women. David was having, you know, all kinds of time being able to get together with guys. Um, in that community, women speak with women, men speak with men. It, gotcha. it doesn't cross. Gotcha. And, but the women are just not out in that culture. Um, the men are the ones that go food shopping, grocery shopping, doing all that kind of stuff outside the house. Anything in the house is what the women do, which that's a whole nother conversation, but Hey, (laughs) um, so, so it was just harder for me to get with the women and have momentum because they're busy. They're in their homes. You know, they're not out and accessible. David was able to play sports with the guys, drink cha or chai with them all the time. And I was just frustrated. And through a series of events, um, through God just speaking to me, I got to a point where I was just extremely, um, I don't know, frustrated. I was angry. Yeah. I was grouchy. Why am I here? Kind of thing. Yeah, like, because what, I didn't feel like I had here? anything going yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I just began to pray like, Lord, I don't get it. I knew that I was called. I knew that God had put a specific call in my life to do what we were doing. It wasn't that, oh, I'm going to get married and then he's going, so I'm going to go with him. No, yeah. I was also, I was me. It was my calling. Yeah. So I knew that I was supposed to be there, but I also knew that I wasn't living that John 10, 10 life that, you know, says that we're supposed to enjoy our days, you yeah. know, not that we don't yeah. have rough days, but yeah. so I just began to pray and I just said, Lord, you know, what is, what's going on? I don't understand this. And one day in prayer, God just spoke the word remade to me and that's all he spoke. Um, and I didn't really understand it because I, I knew the word because it's an English word, but I didn't really understand <laughs> what it meant for me at that time. Yeah. Right. Thanks Lord. Could you give me a little more? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. I've seen that a lot to the Lord. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, and I've, I don't think he's hiding stuff from us. I think it's yeah. him being a gentleman, realizing when we're real, really able to accept what he has to share with us, yeah. especially when it's going to be a little hard, you know? Yeah. So I kept praying and um, through just searching scripture and going to Corinthians, like Second Corinthians 5, the old is gone, the new has come. Even into the Church of Pergamum, when it talks about writing your their name on a white stone, which I know that has all kinds of other implications and stuff. But when I read that, it just spoke to me and I thought, they're not even known by their old name. Mm. They have to be known by a new name. Like they don't even, they're not the same person in any way, you know? And in that moment, God spoke to me again and he said, Amy, you need remade. Mm. It's you. Because I was thinking it was the culture. It was the culture that I was in that was frustrating me that needed remade, you know? And not that it doesn't. It of course does, right? Sure. But he spoke to me in that moment. Um, So when I began to really just surrender to that idea and accept the fact that, no, I'm not perfect, (laughs) And there are things that I need to deal with and work on and die to myself more than I thought I already had go through that process. Wow. Um, I mean, that's a significant statement 
considering what, you know, leaving home, leaving nice church jobs or whatever to move to India, mm. that's a big deal to then God go, oh, I got more. Yeah. And that's exactly where I was because yeah. that's what I thought. I'm like, Lord, you're picking on me. I yeah. can open my door and see thousands of heathen people, you yeah. know, yeah. doing crazy stuff. And I'm the one that needs remade. I think I'm a little confused here. But, you know, that's the point. You know, it's like our comparison is not to each other. Our comparison is to Christ. Yeah. And I was falling short. Yeah. That's the bottom line. We all do, you know. And so I'd been enough through enough stuff in my life to know that God is a good God. You know, I had already in my life had to come to a point where I had to reconcile that mm. and know that no matter what I went through in my life, I could put my full weight on Christ yeah. because he is a good God. Yeah. And so after just working through that and realizing it and just saying, okay, God, I know you're a good God. I don't understand this. I don't get it. But whatever that is, I surrender. You know, I give that up. And it was, it was a three, four month process of just dying to myself in ways that I didn't even realize I, I needed to, you know, because was it, like how, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. How, how long after you got to India did this like begin? Like, I think we there a year, were you there? Does no, it, it was sense? longer. Okay. We arrived in India in 2008, actually 15 years ago this week. <laughs> wow. Um, and then happy anniversary. Thanks. <laughs> um, and that was in about 2012, 2013. Okay. So, you know, we went through a extensive honeymoon stage of this is great. Yeah, we love yeah. everything. Amazing. Yeah. How many times do you eat curry between the, oh, you know I mean, like every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So it was a few years after, you know, and, and I, I was fine to be diligent. I I can be diligent. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we all need to be diligent. But in that diligence, what I realized looking back was I was doing it Amy's way. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't yeah. doing it God's way. Wow. And Amy's way would even be applauded by society. Yeah. You know, I could write newsletters back to people that support us and say, Amy did this and I would be applauded. Yeah. But really underneath what was going on was Amy was doing it and God wasn't, you know, God wasn't I wasn't doing it the way God would have me to do it. Maybe and he just had you think like he had a he had a obviously he had a different idea of why you were there. Yeah. than what you had originally oh, yeah. probably thought. And and he had a different idea of what this would look like. Yes. And so man, how long did he did it take for you to like reorient yourself around I, I think that's a common thing that God does with believers. You know, he he says this isn't how I thought I mean, I said that to the Lord a lot. This isn't how I thought this was going to go. Yeah. In fact, if I was God, mm. it's not even how I'd do it. Yeah. Right. Thank God I'm not God. Mm. So like, how did that, like, as you wrap your brain around it and then God's like, well, start a business. I think yeah. this is a great idea. Yeah. How'd that go? I think, I think God is just uh, relentless in a lot of ways. I mean, I think sometimes we, we think we've accomplished something when we, arrive on the other side of the world yeah and we think here we are we've made it now yeah. which it does feel great it yeah, does feel sure like does. an accomplishment like wow you know this is something that god's spoken to us and here we are we've made it but i don't think he leaves us alone at that point mm. i think he just i know i felt that personally you know he continues to to pull us and stretch us and take us to places that are uncomfortable and and draws us to be more than what we were when we arrived. I mean, yeah. he doesn't give up on us. So it's like, I think in that journey of discovering what it is that God has for us, 
I think it's really important to to be in a culture and live in a place a little while as well before you really sure. jump in to try to start a business because we really did want to meet the needs in the community. Yeah. And when we were talking about this and thinking about it, I'm in relationship with a lot of the young men in the community and they're telling me, Oh, the ladies in our area, they won't, they won't want to do that. Like they don't want to, they don't want to do that kind of work. Maybe in another area they would do it, but they're not interested. So we really had a lot of doubts as far as, how will this business yeah. actually be established? What will it look like? And we weren't even really thinking about a business in the beginning. We were just thinking about a way to connect with the community and meet a need. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you walk around, you notice beautiful colors and fabric. So like, how, how yeah. did you, how did you go? So, you know what we could do? Yeah. Yeah. How that it happen? was uh, during this time that I was really kind of going through a, really intense dying to ourselves, myself process. I mean, I think we do that daily, you know, sure, but sure. this was just an intense yeah, but time. There are seasons There's a season. Where God's like, I'm going to put something to death. Yes. Yeah. And he was doing that in me for sure. Uh, another friend of mine in Calcutta, an expat friend from Australia came up to me. She had, I wasn't close to her. She had no idea the spiritual journey that I was on at the time. She handed me a blanket, like ones we make today. And she said, Amy, have you seen these blankets? They're remade out of old saris. Oh, dang. And I was like, they're what? Wow. <laughs> and I'm not one to go looking for it right, written sure. in the sky sure. or under a rock. But that's, that's pretty, just that's really. pretty obvious. Yeah, though. it goes pretty profound to me. And so I grabbed this blanket. And as soon as I grab that blanket, I have this very vivid vision of ladies sewing together. Wow. It just pops in my head immediately. And it was like. I could hear it, smell it, see it, every color. It was vivid. And I thought, wow, well, that might be an interesting way to get some ladies together that I've been trying to get together. Just so we could sit, have like a little sewing club, you know, yeah. and sit. A chop. sewing club. That's, yeah. that's the answer. That's right the there. answer yeah. right there. So and God's like, you're still not getting this. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. So I just said, hey, can I keep this blanket? And she's like, sure. And so I turned and walked away. And that moment is the moment I look back on a lot because typically what would have happened is if I felt like God was telling me to do this and I, and I think, you know, Satan wants us to think we don't know God's voice, sure. but we oh, know yeah. God's voice. Yeah. That's his biggest rule of deception. In my opinion is like, he just wants us to think, Oh, that wasn't really God. It is God. God yeah. speaking. We know his voice. Right. So I knew that I knew in that moment, I would not think of having a sewing club because I don't sew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to sew. Yeah. Don't particularly like sewing. And I don't like sewing, <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah. So that's not my idea, yeah. obviously, yeah. right? So God, so it's interesting because like it's got God. So often I think we think God will only use us within our gifts or our skill set. And what yeah. you're saying is God asked you to do something yeah. like so beyond other, I, you have on. administrative gifts and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the ability to organize and deploy people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah. like he's like, Hey, a sewing thing. Yeah. You're like, I don't even care about that. Right. That's it's so totally, funny to me that God it does because he so often does that. So yes. often, right? No, people don't expect it. Right. And we think, oh, that can't be God because I right. don't have that gifting. Well, he right. probably wants to give it to you. Right. He's probably something he's doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I did. Do you sew now? I mean, uh, no, okay, not really. I mean, I can sew enough to be dangerous to know how yeah. to run a business. That's oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. But those ladies do it much better than me. You're so. like, that looks beautiful. I That's could never do that. Great, but, yeah, Auntie. How do we fix this problem? <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's figure it out. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah. So in that moment, I just said, you know what, God, I, I don't know how to sew. Yeah. I believe you're giving me this vision. I know that's from you. So you need to teach me how to sew. I'm not gonna go 
look at YouTube. I'm not going to ask friends that know how to sew. I'm not going to do any of that. If this is you, you already knew this problem. You know this. So I don't need to have, I don't need to tell you how to tell me how to sew. You know how to make that happen. So it was just kind of this moment where I had just changed my approach, where I wanted to do a God's way. And I didn't just do it Amy's way. You know, I didn't go out and figure it out myself. Like I said, I believe in diligence. But there's some of us that need to just take a step back and let God lead a little more than maybe we're allowing him to do that. And that was where I was in my life. And, you know, it was amazing. Uh, Within two months, without me even pursuing it at all, in what most people would say random situations, which really weren't random at all, I came into situations where women were sewing these blankets that I had never seen before and would offer to me to sit down and learn how to sew. So you'd lived there yep. at this point a few years mm-hmm. and had never seen this. No, never seen it. That's crazy. Mm-mm. Never noticed it. But you know when... I mean, it's probably around you. Yes, you exactly. But since I together. don't care to sew, it never yeah, stood right. out to me. Yeah, exactly. Because it is, I mean, it is a stitch that's indicative to yeah. our area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they'll take their old saris and they'll just do it really quickly and sloppily to like make a blanket out of, because you're not going to waste anything. Right. Right. You don't have extra. So you're going to take your old and use it for something. Mm -hmm. So it was like, we're taking a skill that they already possess and just refining it so that can be profitable for them and Mm -hmm. and be a benefit to their community. Yeah. That's interesting that, you know, you don't have, you don't have that skill, but the very people that God wants you to connect with, Mm -hmm. connect with and, you know, speak into their life and lift them up and whatever it is, they have the skill. Right. For sure. They have it and they do it all the time. Right. Yep. And it's like second nature. Right. So even though you didn't have it, it's the people that you were sent to. That right. Right. It. That's right. interesting to me. They did. They, they do. And they do. Um, yeah. And that we don't need to have that skill because they have it. You know, I needed to learn enough to, you know, know how to run a business with it, know what we needed for our supplies yeah, and sure. costs and that sure. stuff. But to this day, I, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. I think it's interesting. Something you said earlier, Pastor Jeff, about just, you know, these contingency plans that we put in place for God. Like, yes, I'll, I'll listen to you, God, as long as it's actually what I want to do, or it's in my comfort zone, or it's in my wheelhouse. Right. But oftentimes, like you just mentioned, you know, God will take us outside of our comfort zones and take us to places that we would never choose that we wouldn't necessarily perceive as ideal for us but yet he knows so much more than we do and is so much wiser than we are i mean he obviously knows how to direct our steps and order our lives if we'll just listen to him and respond to what he's asking us to do wow so so amy comes to you david and says i got this great idea i think i i think the lord told me to do this What, what is your, you know, you're talking about listening to the Lord and he's going to direct our steps. What's the first, like, we didn't come here to do this. <laughs> like, what's your first thought and how did you process through to, you know, how can I support that? Whatever. I mean, I was excited about it, but I was listening to the local people and they're all telling me it can't be done. This isn't going to work. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> God's so, like, this is a great idea. And they're all like, no. no. So we're thinking, you know, if. A few people, you know, we weren't necessarily envisioning a big business. Like if a few people come, that's great. You know, I'm, I'm trying to encourage her saying, you yeah. know, if there's, even if there's five, I mean, that's, that's huge. That means you're, you're in a relationship with it's five, five women's like, lives are changed. That's a huge yeah. win. So yeah. like, we're not, we're not anticipating huge numbers, but boy, were we shocked when we <laughs> launched and invited the community to come and be a part of it. I mean, you, you yeah. should tell that story, but I mean, it was just, we were just amazed that 
of the response when we're we're really lowering our expectations like you know small is good small is okay <laughs> though if even if a couple people come that's yeah, great we'll yeah. do something with those ladies yeah and the first night 25 ladies showed wow. up wow yeah 25 ladies showed wow. up and i was blown away i was shocked and that's all of a sudden not a sewing club you yeah, know right, <laughs> that's right. a little bit more than a right. sewing club you know i was thinking oh they make a blanket a week with five ladies you know that's 20 blankets a month that's great gifts for people. I can right. manage that on my own. No big deal. But now I've got 25 ladies coming every week. That's 25 blankets a month, a week. That's a hundred blankets a month. Now we have a business. Yeah. So it was literally going to do with all these blankets. Right. And they we can't give that many gifts. Multiply like <laughs> rabbits. I mean, yeah. they are just everywhere. And so th- it really turned into a business overnight. We wow. had not gone into it thinking we're starting a business. I thought I was starting a sewing club. Yeah. That's what I thought. And, Sorry, no. but more than just a business, I mean, it became a huge blessing to the community, mm-hmm. yeah. which just continued to open more and more doors for us to be able to share our hope and our, uh, you know, understanding of who God really is. I mean, it opened so many more doors because we were a blessing to this community. So, you know, it's great to have a business and it and it's great to have that identity in the community. But even beyond that, I mean... There are so many lives and families' lives that are yeah. changed because they now have a job that never had the opportunity to have yeah. any source of income before. So yeah. the ladies now have so so male dominated more society, yes. right? Sure. So the men yes. are working yes. and earning the money, but now the women who come to work for you. Mm-hmm. So I would guess it's lifted entire families. Yes. Oh, for sure. And I bet I mean my, my guess would be it's even given young girls a thought of yes. hey there's something there for me besides right. just not, yeah. that, not that marriage is marriage no. is wonderful, but right. just being married and just right. working in my home and whatever. Right. But there's something else out there that I can be part of. Yeah, and in the community that I'm sure that's developed is I'm sure they tell jokes and have fun. And yeah, like there's a do. lot of, a lot of liveliness. That's one thing that just does my heart so good is because those women, you know, women are looked at as property in that culture. Mm. That's really yeah. how they're treated in every way you can imagine. And now they're earning their own income they're learning skills that they, you know, they're learning how to make new things they never made before. And they're bringing money into their family. Yeah. So automatically because of that, their value rises, yeah. you know? And so they just have a sense of worth that they've never had before. And, you know, we look at that worth as a big deal. It's all through all of their heart, mind, soul, in every way. Wow. We talk to them and help them understand what that really means for them. Wow. And it has changed them. How have, has, has their, like, their husbands or their, you know, their extended yeah. family responded to that. Cause I'm sure culturally it's not normal. No. So this is abnormal for these families compared mm-hmm. to the culture. Mm-hmm. So how has the response been from their, their husbands? And I mean, I've had in all the years we've been there, I've had one, one guy that got really mad at me. Uh, but I think he was drunk. No. <laughs> he's an angry drunk yeah, exactly <laughs> but it's but it's interesting now the one that actually was opposing some of the things that we were doing like his daughters are now learning english at our at our wow. remade center as well yeah and their their lives are being transformed and wow. changed so like even the people that you know appeared to be enemies are are being blessed because of the business wow. and and honestly like 99 percent of the husbands they're happy because they know this is a great job for their wives and, you know, or their daughters. And it's, it's just a, a huge blessing for the family overall. Yeah. I remember the, one of our very first paydays, uh, the ladies are coming in one by one and we're kind of talking to them and asking them how their lives are going. And 
any specific needs, things we could pray with him about. And uh, we put the money in her hand, you know, for the first time. And she's sitting there looking at her. She's got her hands out and she's like looking at the money in her hand. And she's like, how much is this? You know, it's like, <laughs> wow, I don't even know. I feel like, wow, for her, that's probably the first time she'd ever had anyone put money in her hand because, wow. you know, oftentimes as a woman, like you don't, if you need something, you, you go ask your husband. Right. And maybe he'll give you something for it or maybe you won't. But like right. she had no concept of salary and how much money she was making. But it was mm-hmm. just really exciting to see that, mm-hmm. you know, wow, her life was changing right in front of us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Great stories that you have. So you you have your own center now. Yes. So I'm sure you started much smaller yes. in small rooms. And you have built a center or yes. you bought one or what? what how did it. that go? Yeah, we did. We had a piece of land become available to us. And we ended up building a 4,000 square foot building on there. That's a beacon of light in that yeah. community. Uh, the bottom level is all remade center, English classrooms, office, things like that. So you not only employ these ladies, but there's the English, you're training yes. in English, mm-hmm. which lifts their educational right. abilities. Sure. Right. Okay. So there's much more than just yeah, yeah. making it's blankets as important and, as that is. Right. Right. Yeah. And all that is free to the kids. So they're, they're wow. able to come and get English education for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and their, their lives are changing right wow. in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, perhaps some of our folks have seen your live sales yes. on Facebook, and <laughs> and I I think Amy and I own at least four blankets <laughs> that we've bought through the years, yes. and uh, uh, so how would someone who's hearing this stuff for the first mm-hmm. time but says, and I have no doubt the Lord's going to move on some hearts, uh, say, man, I want to get a hold of one of those, I yeah. want to I want to come alongside this and support this, how would they how would they do that? Is there a website they yeah. can go to, things like that? Yeah, you can follow us on social media at Remade India. Just put that in the search bar and it'll come up. And then our website is RemadeIndia.com. If you have any questions, you want to ask us more, you can email us at ethicallymade at RemadeIndia.com. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So you have uh, one center or you have multiple centers now? We do have multiple. So we go into other rural um, areas that they have just no economic, economic opportunity um, in those areas, and we go in there, establish remade centers to be able to help more ladies through those. So the vision is, yep. I mean, it's sort of, in, I mean, it's so many people, yes. right? It's sort of unending. Right. Uh, and I think I saw, to correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm going to lie right here. <laughs> not on purpose, though, so it's not a sin. Uh, I think I saw maybe remade, remade was even expanding like into Africa or some other? We do. We do have opportunities that way. We're working on it. Okay. But it hasn't happened, come to fruition quite yet, but yeah. we are looking for that. Such a phenomenal yeah. business model, though. It is. It's something that really, it can be replica- replicated easily. It's scaled easily. Yeah. Um, we're looking in Vietnam. We're looking different different places. So. But it's so cultural, too. Like you, it is. Like, uh, it's interesting because there's so many different cultures. Yes. So like what the African tribes might make would be very different than right. what sure. India makes or very different than what Vietnam right. would make or China or whatever. And that's what we're looking at is yeah. what what is indicative there. What yeah. is it that they're right. good at? I don't want to go in and tell them what to do. Right. I want to go in and understand what they do and what they do well. Wow. And then expand on that. I mean, that's, the bottom line is we want to bring hope to places where there's been no hope. We want to bring light where there's been nothing but darkness. Yeah. And this is a huge opportunity uh, that opens so many doors for us and, and, you know, all over India and potentially other, other places as well. But, 
you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a blessing that, you know, the business has been able to create for us that we can be in these places that, you know, they welcome us mm -hmm. because we're bringing hope and yes. we're bringing opportunity and, you know, they're going to get more than they bargained for when they invite us yeah. in, <laughs> yeah. but it's a huge open door. Yeah. And when people buy and when people purchase and when people invest in the business, uh, you're investing in changing lives. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that money doesn't go to us. No, that goes back into the company to, to expand, to, to meet the needs in, in more rural villages and places that have, yeah. uh, yet to have any hope you're supported by other means right so we don't there's no right. need for you to take a salary right. or anything right so it all goes to these ladies right. back into yes. buying material to establish the education centers yeah. that we have yeah. things like that yeah. mm -hmm. wow it's so incredible i i just just to, we'll wrap up in just a second but mm -hmm. um you know we mentioned when when you were with us uh that we needed about $4,500 to open a new center. Mm -hmm. And I challenged our church to give that amount or more. And uh, as of the other day, we we're uh, a little over $6,500. So just thrilled <laughs> and sort of a proud dad moment, I guess, yes, for our church. That's awesome. Um, that uh, and, and our church is a very generous church, but yes. I just commend them uh, or you that are listening just, mm -hmm. just for stepping up and saying, you know what, this yes. is worthy. Oh. This is worthy of a significant investment because of all the facets and all the great things that are happening. So, so proud of Connection Point Church, proud of you, you two Thank you. for so many years and faithful service mm -hmm. uh, and being willing to flow with the Lord as he tells you <laughs> new things to do. And who knows what he's got next, right? Who knows? Who knows exactly right. We're ready for the ride. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing with us. Hey, thanks for listening. We're so glad uh, that you have come today to listen and uh, look forward to our next episode coming up in another week. Have a great day, guys. Bye. See you later. Thanks.